ikigai, the reason for life. It's a Japanese philosophy that has become popular recently. But as I've dug deeper into the outworking of this philosophy, I found that it seems to be really just a cool branding word, ikigai, that has been slapped onto a cool Venn diagram that somewhere someone made up. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome to Weaver and Loom. I am so glad that you are here with me this morning or evening or afternoon, depending on when you are listening. Weaver and Loom is a podcast. It's actually a segment of Own the Future podcast, where it is you and me talking about life, talking about destiny and connecting us back to our purpose, back to our work, back to our meaning. And so today's topic, Ikigai, is extremely fitting for this podcast, for this episode. And as I mentioned in the intro, Ikigai is this kind of fad word right now that's been floating around the internet, books, YouTube. When you put it into Google, you find like five different books and a hundred different speeches and talks and YouTube channels and blogs talking about this Ikigai. And supposedly it is a Japanese philosophy that comes from Japan where Japanese people live that talks about the, the Iki means life and Gai means meaning. So it's the, the meaning or the reason, sorry, for life. Now, when you go online and you look at any of the writing that has been done around this philosophy, essentially what they have done is taken a Venn diagram and slapped the word ikigai over it. And the Venn diagram asks you four questions, which is, what are you good at? What do you, what do you love? What are you passionate about? What does the world need? And what will people pay you for? And when you overlap those four, four circles, you get your ikigai, which is your purpose or your reason for living. And the argument in all the books and the writing and the Japanese philosophy is that with knowing your reason for living, you will have a longer and happier life, which I don't doubt. I don't doubt that if you know your purpose, you know your destiny, you know why you're here, um, for sure, you're going to have a, a more rich and fulfilled life and it will probably be longer than those who don't. So I'm not arguing that. What I am debating or contending is the fact that true Japanese philosophy of Ikigai is taking those four aspects and throwing them on a Venn diagram and saying, where do you fit? So enough about Ikigai. That's really not what I wanted to talk about in today's episode. What got me on Ikigai was as I was researching and thinking through this question, which is how do we discover what we were born for? How do we discover our purpose and our destiny? I think there are many ways. I think there are many indicators. I think that it is it is not straightforward. But when what we've been talking about the last few episodes on Weaver Loom and what we'll continue to be talking about probably for a while on Weaver and Loom is the fact that our purpose, our destiny, the reason that we are alive often lies on the other side of fear. 
that there is a door named fear. And we avoid it at all costs, but really, we don't realize that if we were to step through that door of uncertainty, of paralyzing fear, that we would step into our purpose, our calling, our destiny, because we are born to be overcomers. We are born to be courageous women and men who stand in the face of fear and conquer our fears, right? It's not that we're fearless, it's that we're courageous. So I was thinking about, okay, what what are some of the simple ways, just a simple framework, anchors, if you will, or uh, a stakes in the ground that we can be anchored to and tied to, to help us see more clearly or start to, to uh, understand a direction at least and more clearly of, of who we are, how we were made and what our purpose is in this world. And there are three things that I thought of and identified, which are some of the, the three strongest words in uh, probably any language. These three words are love, hate, and fear. What do you love? What are you passionate about? What gets you excited? What gets you going? What can you just talk about and think about and read about for days? What are you passionate about? What is the thing that makes you excited every morning? What do you love? The second part is what do you hate? What about the world around you just rubs you the wrong way? What are the problems that you see time and time and time and time again, whether it's in your company, whether it's in the the business that you work for, whether it's in your neighborhood, whether it's in society, in government, in economics, in your family? What is the thing that just causes your blood to boil and it gets you so fired up that you can't help but do something about it, that you can't help but stay awake at night thinking about this issue and this problem and, well, who's solving it? There's there's this problem that we have in our neighborhood. Who's going to solve it? There's this problem that we have in our marketing. Who's going to solve it? What do you love and what do you hate? And the third thing, the third piece is what do you fear? What is the thing that you are so afraid of stepping into that if you were, if you could only be bolder, if you could only be more courageous, if only I had $10 million, I would da, 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 da. If only I was more courageous, I would do da, 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 fill in the blank. If only I had this or was like this or had this quality or had this trait, I would then go on and do what? What is that thing? And when you find the overlap of those three, three things, of what you love, what just excites you, you're passionate about, what you hate, the thing that you just cannot let go, you just grab onto, and it's like your little soapbox that every time it comes up, it just rubs you and gets under your skin and irritates you, and you have to do something about it. And then the third thing is that action step of saying, what do you fear the most? If you were only bolder, what would you do about what you love and what you hate? How would you step forward to solve that issue? If I only had a bigger network, if I was only more connected, what would you do? What would that, that piece that you would step into, what would you fear? So 
That's all for today on Weaver and Loom. I hope that's helpful for you. Think about these three things. What are you passionate about? What are you passionately against and hate? And then the last is, what are you afraid of? Let's go and step into those things this week. I'm Lucas Grobot, and I'm just so grateful that you are here listening to Weaver and Loom. I've been enjoying the last several episodes together. Please, I would love to answer any of your questions, hear any of your questions that you have. You can message me, email me, DM me, or go to lucasgrobot.com and actually leave a voice message that would show up right here on the podcast. And finally, if this spoke to you, if this was meaningful or helpful for you today, share it with one friend who you know is searching and pursuing their own purpose and destiny today. Thank you for listening to Weaver and Loom. Until next time, be a change maker, weave your destiny, and own your future. <laughs>